السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمده ونصلی علی رسوله الکریم اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشیطان الرجیم بسم الله الرحمن الرحیم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما all praise is due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader nabi muhammad mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam o allah we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deception of the satan and the evil of our souls amen ya rabbal alamin it is indeed only the grace and mercy of almighty allah jalla wala that today we continue with surah namal chapter 27 verse number 27 in our previous lesson nabi sulaiman alayhi salatu salam cognizance must be taken about this fact that nabi sulaiman alayhi salatu salam's name is mentioned 17 places his honorable name is mentioned in the noble quran and his father nabi daud alayhi salatu salam's honorable name is mentioned 16 times in the noble quran Dawood means to run fast and Suleiman alayhisallam the one who moves with the wind and corresponds with the wind so that is the meaning the ulama have written he nabi suleiman alayhisallam investigating all those subordinates of his and now he looks at the birds hood hood the hoopy is missing so he is furious and says how come it went away without permission law azibannahu adaban shadida i will punish it a severe punishment awla azbahannahu o i will slaughter it awla ya'tiyanni bi sultanin mubin or it brings to me a very good excuse and evidence why was it missing he did not wait long for mathma makatha ghaira ba'id and then he enters he comes that is hudhud flying in landing in like the planes ahattu bima lam tuhid bihi i have that knowledge i made a discovery even you don't know about it from here we did you something and that is remember anbiya alayhi salatu salam they don't have knowledge of everything like all matyallah that is only all matyallah knows ma kan wa ma yakun so all matyallah made them the greatest the mightiest but of their time mustafa habibuna sallallahu alayhi wasallam the greatest the mightiest for all times and all places but you can equate any creation with almighty allah jalla wala so certain things nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam told the ummah mention in sahih muslim antum a'lamu bi umuri dunyakum regarding these worldly matters and all that you know better so it shows ye yeah, nabi sulaiman alayhi salatu salam did not know that day in sabah there was a malika the queen of sheba 
So I brought that knowledge, Wajitu Kamin Sabaim binabai Yakin. I came to you from Sabah, from Sheba, with such news that is firm evidence, concrete evidence. Now he's giving the car guzari. People say car guzari, no, car with a ra, not with a lamb. So car guzari, I'm giving you the report. Inni wajatum ra'atan. I am giving you the report. I found this lady. People, they don't, Quran doesn't mention a name, the hadith authentic don't mention the history books and some Mufassirin relied on the history and said the name was Bilqis. But that is not mentioned in authentic sources. Tamliku whom she is, they are queen and ruler. Wa'utiyat min kulli shay, materially whatever she needs she has. Wallaha arshun azim, and for her is a magnificent throne and so forth. And I found her and her people. They are worshipping the sun. You see people today, many of them. I see people myself, non-Muslims, they worshipping the sun and so forth. Besides all, the shaitan beautified the deeds for them. He embellishes it. You see the casinos, the escort agency, the places of vice and sin, all that, how beautiful it looks to seduce, entice the people to the vices. For sabil. So now there's kufr and shirk and they all was preventing them from the right path, the shaitan and his agents and cronies. For whom la hence they were not on the right path, they were not guided. Allah yajudu, why don't they make sajda and worship Allah alone? Dillahi alladhi yukhrijul khab'a fis samawati wal ard. Allah, the one and only supreme being, the one and only khaliq, the only creator, the only malik, the only owner. Me and you, we say this house, this car, the shop belongs to me. How long? 20, 50, 80, 100 years, then finish. So we are but temporary users. We can't even call it owners in the true sense of the word. The only owner is all. Who has the authority, the kingdom, the sovereignty today? The kings and the rulers, prime ministers, presidents, all will be silent. He Almighty Allah yukhrijul khab'ah, He produces and takes out those things that are hidden fi samawati wal ard, in the heavens and in the earth. So it shows, look at the stars, the moon, the sun, the celestial creation. Wal ard, look at the jungles, then you look at the forest, you look at the marine life, you look at the reptiles, the insects. وَيَعْلَمُ مَا تُخْفُونَ وَمَا تُؤْلِنُونَ Almighty Allah knows everything, whatever you're concealing and whatever you're pronouncing, announcing. Allahu la ilaha illahu. Almighty Allah is that that, is that being. The translation is, La ma'abuda bihaqqin illahu. La ma'abuda bihaqqin illallah. When we read our kalima, Truly, there is none worthy of worship alone. He alone is the worthy of worship, Allah. When you're explaining to a non-Muslim about Islam and he or she is embracing Islam, easy way to explain, La ilaha illallah, there is no God, G-O-D, small g, illallah, except God, capital G. So we must negate everything, everybody. There is none worthy of worship except Allah. 
Rabbul Arshil Azim. He is the possessor, the owner, the master, the nourisher of the magnificent Arsh, and that is the throne. He that is Hudhud said, Walaha Arshun Azim, that she has a big, magnificent Arsh. But how can you compare any human being, any king, any queen's throne to that of Almighty Allah? And even if you look carefully, you will see, Walaha Arshun Azim, that is mentioned, Arshun Azim, Nakira. Nakira means a common noun. And yeah, Rabbul Arshil Azim, the Alif Lam is there. This is a proper noun to show that that Arsh, magnificent, beyond description, the human mind cannot perceive and comprehend it. Always look at these finer points and this Ijazul Quran and Lataiful Quran. There is a sizda tilawat there, but you don't have to worry. All this is recorded, hence you don't have to perform the sizda tilawat. Today's lesson, Surah 27, Surah Namal, verse number 27. Now he who hood gave his report. Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salatu salam listens attentively. From yet they chose the Amir, the principal, the teacher, the father, should listen properly, attentively to what is mentioned, and then you take your decision. Now Nabi Sulaiman is putting him hood hood through a test. Call, he states Nabi Sulaiman Sananzur, soon we will see. And you have the verb, and before the verb you have seen, so seen is for the near future. And so far is for the distant future. So always draw the distinction. And soon Allah will give you so much, so much, Ya Rasul Allah. You will be very happy and pleased. That is the day of justice. So that is the distant future. So far is mentioned. Sananzur, soon you will see. So we will see. Sanandur, he, Sulaiman alayhi salam, said, soon we will see. Asadaqta, what, are you speaking the truth? Am kunta min al kadibin or are you from the liars? Yet you are just pulling the wool over our eyes. You saw a queen, you saw her, arsh and a throne. You saw them worshipping the sun and so forth. Are you just making propaganda, fake news? Or is it the real news and information as you are saying? So it shows that the teacher, the principal, the Amir, the father has the right to take and test his subordinates. And that is, he sent them here, there to do this, so he tests them out. You go with this letter of mine. It is not a royal letter, this is a prophetic letter. A letter from a Nabi, the most beloved, the most precious to all, Mighty Allah. In that time, they are the greatest people. And Mustafa Habibuna, Sallallahu was, is, will always be the greatest and the most precious to all, Mighty Allah, Jalla in the entire creation and universe. So take this letter of mine, Adha, فَأَلْقِ إِلَيْهِمْ And thereafter, you throw it to them. You see, you have the helicopter, you have the plane, 
and then they send down the pamphlets vacate this area because they're going to bomb or they're going to do some work there and so forth Allah forbid so yeah remember you go and you throw it down you saw everything so you know where to throw it down so now the reconnaissance the intelligence so we need to have this reconnaissance we need to have this intelligence so we know what the enemy are doing and preparing and then you turn away from them you start observing looking at them and you see what is their response they must not be able to see you but you must be able to see them so imagine nabi sulaiman using all this intelligence network so networking is very important and this is what he was using because you must remember he brought the news now we need to verify it and then we will take action call it so that letter now was sent via hudhud and she received it the recipient is who malikatu sabah the queen of sheba whom the ulama historians say her name was bilqis but remember that that is not in the Quran Sharif regarding a name or any authentic hadith. She calls a cabinet meeting, and you must remember she's addressing them. Ya ayyuhal malau, ya ayyuhal ashrafu, ya ayyuhal wuzara. So in Arabic, that is how you will translate it and explain it. Meaning that, O oh, you ministers, O oh, you cabinet, O oh, you caucus, you are the important people. Inni ulqiya ilayya kitabun kareem. It has been thrown to me. It has been sent to me. Rather translate it as sent. It will be a better translation. Ilayya to me. Kitabun kareem. An honorable letter. Nabi Sulaiman alayhi letter must be honorable. He at that time had such a kingdom sovereignty, no one ever will have such a kingdom after him. After reconstructing Majirul Aqsa, he made the dua enshrined in the noble Quran. O Almighty Allah, grant me a kingdom that no one after me will have. Innaka anta al-wahhab And verily Allah you are the best of givers Fa'a'atahu iya Allah gave it to him, granted it to him The hadith in Sunan Nasai The hadith in various other compilations An ordinary prime minister, president in today's world Sends a letter and it has his seal and his stamp and signature How much importance is attached so what is today's Prime Minister, President, Ruler compared to Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salatu salam? He's a Nabi and such a Malik, Malikul Muluk he was in that time. So the king, that was the greatest king of that time. Remember these type of words are not liked in Islam, but just to explain to you. Otherwise the king of kings, remember, is Almighty Allah Jalla He is the king at all times, all places. Therefore, Mustafa sallallahu taught us Akbah, one of the worst and hated and detested names is Shahin Shah. You must remember to use that for any creation is not permissible. So therefore, we need to be careful in these terms. Now, what is the content of the letter which Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salatu salam sent to her, to the queen of Sheba Bilqis? 
Innahu min Sulaiman. It is from Sulaiman. From here we deduce and make istimbat when we write a letter, then always send your name first. The recipient must know from who this letter is. Therefore, today people, they contact us and it is written private number. So if you don't answer it Islamically, you got all the right. Because remember, when they write private number, then many a time they just want to abuse you, or many a time it is these people just taking surveys, or many a time it might be the corrupt and crooks. They just want to take more information from you. So we must understand Islamic adab, the etiquette of Islam. So if your number is showing very good, your name is showing excellent, and private number, remember it is your choice. But I normally, if people phone with private number, most of the time I would not respond to it because they just waste our time. They want the survey and so forth and so on. We don't even know whether they're speaking the truth or the lies. So therefore, Islam is teaching us. Innahu min Sulaimana wa innahu Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, and it is Bismillah in the name of Allah. Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, both are intensive forms. In Arabic, we call it Mubalagha. In English, the technical jargon is hyperbole. Now, these are all difficult words. Leave that. So, say intensive form. When a person is very sick, you take him to intensive care. So, yeah, the words and the meaning are intensive, meaning very, very gracious, very, very merciful. Yet few discussions, number one, 114, Bismillah, in the Noble Qur'an. Having 13 in the beginning of the surahs and chapter. And this is the 114th one. There are 114 surahs in the Noble Qur'an, 114 chapters. Surah 9, Surah Tawbah does not have Bismillah. Why? Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu arda was asked, and this question was posed to him. He said... Surah Tawbah speaks about the punishment for the munafikin and non-Muslims. And Bismillah is mazharul mazharu rahmah. It is an exhibition, display of the mercy, compassion of Allah. Hence, Bismillah was not written there. So that's an easy answer. Other ulama gave others as well. Then we say, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Imam Shafi'i, this is academic discussion, says, Bismillah is part of every surah. So, Inna Athena is four ayats according to Imam Shafi'i. Tabarak Alladhi is 31 verses. According to Imam Abu Hanifa, Rahimahullah, is not part of any particular surah, but it is part of the Quran Sharif. Therefore, in Taraweeh, once you read it loud at least, to show that it is part of the Noble Qur'an. So it was revealed to highlight that this surah and chapter is finished and a new surah is starting. So that is the Hanafi viewpoint. Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal and him say, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim is part of Surah Fatiha and not part of every surah. So that's a very good verdict of Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal because everybody agrees Surah Fatiha is seven verses. So majority scholars say, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, one verse. Alhamdulillahir Rabbil Alameen, verse two. And then in the ending, Sirat al-Ladina namta alayhim ghayri al-maghdubi alayhim waladhalleen. That is verse seven. Hanafi say no. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alamin one. 
And then in the ending, Siratul Ladina Namta Alayhim, that is six. Ghayril Maghdubi Alayhim Waladhalin, that is seven. So all these are academic discussions, and remember, everybody agrees, Bismillah is part of the Noble Quran. So Allah, so He told her in the name of Allah, the one who is very gracious, very merciful, Allah Ta'ala, don't be a haughty, don't be arrogant, don't be proud with me. Wa'atuni Muslimin, you are a queen, you have authority, you have power, you have sovereignty. But I'm warning you, come to me and submit to me. Because otherwise there will be terrible, serious consequences and ramifications for you and your people. Obviously, <coughs> she maybe heard about Nabi Sulaiman and his vast empire. So these are ways how everything of hers will come here to Nabi Sulaiman now in the discussion, again she addresses the ministers, the caucus, the cabinet. Qalat ya ayyual mala'u, O you ministers, aftuni, give me a fatwa, ifta, give me a verdict, give me a decision. Fi amri, regarding this issue, regarding this matter, must we submit, must we surrender, must we fight, must we defend, what must we do? <coughs> I am not taking a conclusive decision on this issue. Qati'a, a conclusive decision. Till you give me counsel, till you bear witness, till you give me your opinion. So all those meanings will come in. I am consulting with you. Amirul Mu'minin Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala used to say La khilafata illa an mashura You can't be a khalifa But you must make mashura So therefore it is very important For the leader That he must consult and so forth And not only consult with those people Who will just make amin amin Yes yes all the time Yabas In Afrikaans they say yabas They just agree no you must speak to those people who will give you the real counseling and many a time they will disagree. So that is what is required. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to receive wahi and revelation. Yet all met Allah to set the precedent for the ummah. After the demise of Nabi alayhi sallallahu sallam, there will be no wahi and revelation. وَشَاوِرُهُمْ فِي الْأَمْرِ You make mashura, you have mushawara, you have shura. So all these words are used. So remember this, Mustafa, Habibuna, Sallallahu Alaihi would call Sayyidina Abu Bakr, Sayyidina Umar most of the time. Sometimes Sayyidina Usman, Sayyidina Ali, radiallahu anh, and other sahaba as well. So it shows those people who are your confidants. With them you start having this discussion and then you take a decision. So that is what she did. Now what did they say? They were like the proud and arrogant people, army, generals and so forth. We are people of power and strength. 
when wa'ulu ba'asin shadid and we are prepared to fight and we can take them on ba'asin shadid that we are people with proud prowess and we have army and we have ammunition so all this meaning will come in ba'asin shadid but this is our opinion wal amru ilayk but remember, the final decision is yours. Amru ilayki. So it's your decision. Fanzuri, you see, O Bilqis, O Queen. Mada tamurin. Whatever you command, we are there. So you are the commander-in-chief. You are the one <coughs> that whatever you say, we will abide and we will comply. Now remember, some people use this to justify and say that in a Muslim country you can have a female leader, president, prime minister, all that is totally unacceptable. This is about Nabi Sulaiman alayhi time. We have to look at the Sharia of Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Almighty Allah jalla wa la states, لِكُلِّنْ جَأَلْنَا مِنْكُمْ شِرْعَةً وَمِنْ the deen of Allah never changed. What is deen? Believing in one Allah that every Nabi taught. Believing in Risalat, that is the messengers and prophets that came from time to time. Believing in Ba'ath, life after death, resurrection, and Jannat, Qiyamah, Jahannam, all. That never ever changed. So what changed? The halal and haram. In the Sharia, after the advent of Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the law is thus: the Hadith is mentioned in Bukhari Sharif, that nation will never prosper when they hand over their matters to a female. And you can see in today's world what's happening there in Britain and so forth. You can see what happened there in Bangladesh, what happened in Pakistan. So, so many examples, easy example for you to understand. America, free country, non-Muslims, not once did they appoint a female president. To this year, they thought, the 2016 election, they thought Hillary will make it, and she was humiliated, disgraced. So this is, even non-Muslims realize this, but the Muslims always want to be the one to be do the bootlicking, and they want to be carrying favor with the West and the enemies of Islam. So they think that is progress. Nay, Islam does not allow it. So whatever you command, we accept. What answer did she give? She was a lady with experience. She said, when these kings and rulers enter any town, any city, any country, they cause mischief, mayhem, chaos. And the honorable people of the town, city, country, they become the disgraced people. They are put into jail or they are killed and so forth. And they will do the same. We are like honored now, but when they come, they will crush us, defeat us, and then... So she was applying kias, analogy. 
of Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salatu salam on the worldly kings and rulers. Obviously, that's incorrect. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi taught the world when Fatih Makkah took place. Then remember, he forgave them. And how? Fatha Qulubi Makkah. He won the hearts and minds of the people. And 99% of them embraced Islam. So that is what Islam teaches. Wa akhiru da'wana an alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.